You're listening to the Stream Grace Network. Hi, kids. Welcome in. It is that time again. Time for another edition of Scatter Shooting. I'm Randy Renner. And I am Jeremy Gribben. This is the program, of course, where we talk about anything and everything worldly and not of this world. That's some of my favorite stuff, but in my stack of stuff today, I really don't have any anything about that. You know, well, it's not the, like uh, there's you know a shortage of things to discuss. Right, uh, there's a lot of a lot of things going on. I you know we started last week ta- talking about um, you know the civilian astronauts who went into space. Fortunately, they came back, splashed down. Everything did was they great. Splash down? So yes, they did. Was it in an ocean? Uh, I don't know. I saw a picture. I saw I saw a video of them sand. coming. Well, the the video of them coming down, it was a big splash. I okay. don't know. Well, I didn't see the maybe video. They I just saw it up yeah, and then set it down it. somewhere. I just saw a quick video or a still image and it talking about it, and I'm like, that looks like sand. Did they splash down? Yeah, they sand? did. They well, they splashed Some, down. Yeah, but I don't know. I just saw the quick little video, and I don't know if they came back just offshore of cape canaveral or you know they could have come down to lake michigan for all i know but i i did see the uh splash so it was definitely in a body of water and uh so everything uh, came back everybody came back and all uh all went well as far as i know but we do have a lot of things going on still more covid stuff the oklahoma city thunder uh, uh come out with their rules or at least the beginning of the season as to what fans will need to do in addition to paying a crap ton of money uh, to be able to go in and and watch a a Thunder game. Uh, There's also uh, lots of stuff going on at the southern border as uh, various people from other countries stream across uh, the southern border. And instead of being expelled from the united states they're merely getting on buses and being taken into the interior of the united states and then let loose uh there could be more bad news on the way uh, for any of you well really for darn near everybody i guess uh there's a big battle going on in congress over the debt ceiling and uh, if the ceiling isn't increased Uh, then the country basically goes bankrupt and will default on everything. And uh, they're talking about the economy collapsing and, uh, uh, you know, the the, uh, markets will fall and people who have 401k accounts could lose, uh, you know, a half to a third of what they have in there. Social Security payments might stop and uh, various other things, Medicare, Medicaid, uh, various things, plus any debt that we owe to other countries, which is considerable, most of it owed to China, uh, we won't be able to pay any of that. Mm. And uh, so there could be big trouble ahead there. There is some good news, though, that I discovered. Remember when at one point, you know, you were hearing that If you ate a lot of things like, you know, butter and cheese and stuff like that, you were, you were paving your road to a heart attack. Sure. And you were in big trouble. Well, now it turns out that butter and cheese and cream and milk and all those good things actually may prevent heart attacks instead of causing them of course they do so uh, so there we go we've there, made this joke for that. years you know that one day it'll become healthy to do some of the things that we say right yeah anyway you know and we've kind of heard you know some of those things like that have come kept come across and some things that you know uh pe- most people thought were weren't going to be all that dangerous turns out they're very dangerous and you know so and it just depending upon the research it all can kind of go back and forth back and forth forth. well i'm all right with it you know what it's i'm yeah i have been i've been back on my uh workout regimen of the elliptical every day i've lost three pounds in three days 
Well, that's pretty good pace. It's uh, a pound a day. Yeah, and keeps the heart doctor away. And you there know, you when you weigh yourself every day like that, you know, it's it can be deceiving. So I, I don't, I won't lock into that. But one of the big things is I've been eating at about, and this is actually it does make sense. I've been hitting at about a, a one thousand calorie deficit per day, um, and then. Uh, which sounds dangerous for those listening. It's not when you're fat, just so you know. Thousand, <laughs> thousand right. calorie deficit is not that big of a deal. And right. technically, one pound is thirty five hundred calories. So it, sh- I should have only lost one pound. But so what's really happening is I've been drinking more water and stuff. So yeah, yeah. Um, that's why I say it's not real. But I can honestly say, over the last three days, I've probably lost for sure an actual pound in terms of the deficit of calories. And uh, you know, if it's it's a good thing. It's funny because you can kind of see your heart rate get improved I, I track my sleep and my heart rate in my sleep is what's so radically improved so quickly but it's partly because i've done this over periods of time and so like if i you know i did this three or four years ago and i lost 70 pounds and uh slowly kind of got back on the wagon i didn't gain it all back by any stretch but about half of it back and so um what's funny is like if i go you know four five six weeks without exercising intentionally i mean i still do stuff but without doing an actual workout i'll see my sleep pulse raise it'll be in the high 50s when i'm doing well and healthy um and then you'll see it be in the mid 60s and eventually i'll hit the low 70s and i'm like all right i gotta work out again (laughs) so it only takes about three or four days of working out for that pulse rate to come back down and get in the 50s yeah i need to uh and i think we talked about this i kind of got on a little more of a health kick as i was trying uh you know to make sure i could still fit in my suit for uh, right, you know for the, the wedding, wedding and all that stuff and um and i actually it i lost uh, probably i don't know i maybe lost five pounds maybe 10 i don't know but five anyway so that the pants that were getting a little tight mm-hmm I fit in just fine, no problem. By the time that we got around to that, and you know, I changed some of my eating habits. I was and going out, walking more, you know, around the neighborhood, and then out to Mitch Park in Edmond. Did mm-hmm. the, about a five k, you know, walk, and not just a stroll, but I mean a yeah, kind of a you know, walk. right. And uh, you know, did that, and then cut out a. Well, I, actually, it turns out now I may have put my health in danger because I, <laughs> I cut out some butter and yeah. you know cream and you know things like that, and I was eating more of the baked chicken and vegetables. So go ahead and, and uh, that sort of thing. I and wa- I, I want to know. I want to go back to the economy thing because i don't remember how we slid over here but we slid we we slid through three subjects well and, you know it is scatter shooting i know it is. we we call it no i i kind of went through some headlines and then uh, that's right it okay. was all kind of depressing and then i said hey but that's some good right. news that's what it was. you can eat butter again because <laughs> exactly. uh, it w- may not cause a heart attack it, it may is. actually prevent a heart attack well and only we the problem is you can only do that if you can find butter uh, which is becoming increasingly more difficult to find anything when you go to the grocery store because we have this, uh, you know, shortage right. of all sorts of things. Right. Um, and this is the, like today I went and, and purchased uh, some meal replacement things. Um, I usually have them for breakfast. Today I got glucerna, which I've never had before because that's what was available. So I've been drinking Ensure. Basically, I have an Ensure for breakfast. And uh, the glucerna is probably better. It's lower in sugar by a lot. Oh, well, uh, that probably is good because yeah. sugar isn't all that no. good for you. No, it's not. But, you know, I just was thinking about this. And, you know, as the world comes crumbling and crashing down around us, um, money money just seems to be something that was going to become somewhat worthless. And, you know, this is one of the things, and I haven't looked this one up yet, but... And I don't know when you want to kind of talk about this, but... Well, um, you know, you can launch it. This is Scattershoot. It is Scattershoot. And we call it that for a reason. So you just jump right into the deep end if you want there, big boy. <laughs> well, okay. So we talk a lot about um, the uh, end of the world, right? Mm, on occasion, yes, we do. Um, yeah. Let me see if I can find this one passage real quick talk amongst yourselves because you know you don't know we've talked about you know giant meteors and asteroids crashing in or aliens uh, rising up and taking over or just you know democrats uh and (laughs) you know that's what's happened 
alien Democrats. Uh, alien Democrats. You know, Dude, d- <laughs> I don't even want to get into this part of it, but I was listening to the one and only Alex Jones the other day, and I just thought, holy smokes, this guy. He was on Tim Pool's uh, IRL podcast, and uh, it, it was just... It's weird because he says the most outlandish things and everyone on the podcast basically call him out on it, right? And, and it all turns out to be it's true. It's all true. He goes, they fact check him in real time and they're just like, Alex Jones is right again. I mean, it's almost, it's a shirt I'm going to have to make that Alex Jones was right again. But but I want to get into this. We've been talking about the end of the world and, uh, you know, my background, obviously, uh, in church. Uh, when I was growing up, I'm, I'm 45 years old. When I was a teenager, there was a lot of people talking about the end of the world. And, and part of that is because for most people who taught the end of the world, there was a, a clock that basically a countdown clock started in 1948, 47. You know what happened in 19 in that? I don't remember which one it is. Israel became a nation recognized as a nation. So when that happened, that was a biblical prophecy. And so for so many people, they started a countdown clock. And then they wrote all these stupid books. And we've talked about them before. And I say stupid books because they said, uh, my favorite one, I think it was Hal Lindsey wrote, uh, 88 Reasons Why the Lord Returns in 1988. Uh, and that didn't happen. I, I, but Barry Sanders won the Heisman Trophy. He and, sure and, did. Uh, the greatest uh, season for a running back ever. So I <laughs> mean, you know. It was probably the end of the world for some OU fans, uh, but, you know. Well, Because yeah. an OSU Cowboy had the greatest single season in, of any uh, running back ever. I'm sure a lot of them were not real happy about that. I'm double-checking to see uh, if it was Hal Lindsey. It doesn't really matter. Anyway, so guys wrote these different books. Well, here's the thing. So I had this background, but I hadn't been thinking about it until, of course, uh, you know 2020 happened and i and there was that was supposed to be the end of the world well yeah and 2012 too but right? uh, well, and 2000 but these, none of these and- were <laughs> biblical prophecies these were all things from other scopes and the reason why the biblical prophecy is so prominent obviously in america it's prominent because this nation is a primarily christian nation mm-hmm. but apart from that there's some real specific things that is hard for people to reconcile when you start looking at what goes on these days one that came up recently with the uh, with the vaccine mandates and some of the inabilities to do certain things, like we mentioned, uh, the thunder. If you're not vaccinated, you can't go to the game unless you have a negative test, and and we're probably just a few policies away from just you can't go if you're not vaccinated. So, the, oh right, right, yeah. yeah. So the inability to do things without a vaccination, it, it, there's a lot of people that talked about that as something being. Um, as akin to the mark of the beast, which is mentioned in Revelation. And the reason for that is because the mark of the beast, it just basically says you're going to, people will be forced to take a mark on their hand or their forehead, and without it, they will not be able to buy or sell. So, um, you know, it's kind of a split deal. A lot of fundamentalists will talk about the vaccine being that. I don't think that's the case. Um, and a lot of other people in Christendom don't see that. But what it does get you do doing is thinking about things. I am much more focused on a universal mindset of what's going on in the moment. And so I want to talk about these three things that I just, and just looked up recently and we talk about the economy crashing. So yeah, uh, th- that's the first one I want to talk about because I think this is interesting. You know, the prices are skyrocketing, right? So revelation chapter six, verse six says this. Well, I'll back up. Well, no, I won't. I'll just read it. Then I heard what sounded like a voice among four living creatures saying two pounds of wheat for a day's wages and six pounds of barley for a day's wages and do not damage the oil and the wine. And as this lays out, it's basically saying it it takes a day's wages to buy bread. So we see this inflation coming and it can quickly turn into hyperinflation where money has no real value. Uh, Well, and and I agree. I mean, we're, we, we, could be headed toward a huge mess but just to play maybe not devil's advocate this is certainly not the first time that we've seen in runaway inflation i mean it's this really isn't quite runaway inflation here in the united states i mean back in the 70s during the jimmy carter era that was runaway inflation Mm -hmm. and uh where prices no exaggeration 
no hyperbole they did skyrocket mm-hmm. and things were an absolute mess i remember you know jimmy carter would wear sweaters to do a news conference because they couldn't afford the electric bill at the white house you know they'd turned down the heat and all all like this and it was you know they could have afforded it at the white house but he was trying to say hey i'm one of you you right. know you guys are out there you can't afford your heating bills or your air conditioning bills you've had to turn it off well we're doing the same thing here gas prices for you know what they started at you know they didn't end up anywhere near they up where they are today but in those days they did and there were shortages and all like this and and uh, the the cost of everything went way way up at one point yeah you know the rate of inflation was up around 20 percent see this which is we're a long way from that sure. but i'm just saying yeah and there have been other times when we've we've seen things right. like that and well this is the point of when you look at end time prophecy no matter who's doing it what what's really important to recognize is virtually everything that's talked about has happened before it's about the convergence of all these things happening around the same time that's what makes it so relevant for example if you talk about a big flood not a worldwide flood but you know nations being flooded well that's happened before you talk about inflation that's happened before things happen before but when they happen in a convergence is when you begin to take notice and that's why i'm bringing up these three things because the first thing is kind of man-made and pretty much controlled these other two not so much and they're happening and i find this interesting the second one that was uh that i want to talk about is in revelation 8 8 and then i'll read the headline um that's connected to it and explain it It says the second angel sounded his trumpet and something like a huge mountain all ablaze was thrown into the sea a third of the sea turned into blood a third of this is going to the other sections but um the second this is key though a sec the second angel sounded and something like a huge mountain all ablaze right you're talking about the volcano over the canary I'm talking islands? about the canary islands volcano and i'll explain this here so the the cumbre vieja uh volcano in la palma uh in the canary islands interrupted sunday today's wednesday mm-hmm. after several earthquakes were felt now this particular volcano uh i watched a documentary on over a decade ago talking about this very specific volcano which i found interesting because the concern at the time was that the fault line that went around this volcano if it erupted in such a way and these earthquakes came into play that it could break off a massive chunk and slide into the sea causing a massive tsunami that essentially when i say massive a three thousand foot wave in the middle of the ocean okay which translates by the time it hits the eastern seaboard of the oklahoma of the united states is about a hundred foot tall well i you know if it was if it had stayed at three thousand feet uh, oklahoma might be the eastern right. seaboard of Ab- the united absolutely. states uh, yeah it doesn't stay that high but but at even a hundred feet that's a significant wave that tsunami that no hits. question no question so so what's happened here is that very island is now what would be something like this is as the scripture worded it something like a mountain ablaze well a volcano cut in half falling into it would be a mountain on fire right right and so uh causing all sorts of destruction so i just thought it was interesting that that happened just sunday and then uh the next one i'm going to read you is another real interesting one and it comes out of revelation uh chapter 16 now for those who are uninitiated revelation the book of revelation in the in the new testament of the bible is essentially the bulk of it is talking about the end of the world and the signs that uh signal it and what will come uh so this is uh um and this is really interesting here so uh revelation 16 verse 12 the sixth angel poured out his bowl on the great river euphrates and its water was dried up to prepare the way for the kings from the east and i will come back to this as we go down a little further this is where we get this term uh one of my favorite scriptures uh in the if you read it in the king james version because it's just got a cool ring to to it it's not favorite for any other reason but it's uh in in the uh, king james version it says then they gathered them into a place called in the hebrew tongue armageddon (laughs) it just feels good so anyway yeah verse 16 as it continues on so they come together and armageddon is a a world war against israel and um but let's go back to this river euphrates and just a quick little google search 
which I didn't I didn't have this part prepared because I was working on the other part. Uh, Euphrates. I'll just type in Euphrates and see what news comes up. Euphrates. I'm going to guess there's a big drought uh, over there right now. If yeah, here's the news. Euphrates River is still drying up. Um, now, that one's older. Let's see. It's been drying up for a while, by the way. Um, but it just came up. Where's that news story? Yeah. I can't find it now. I switched my browser around, so all my history things are all gone. But anyway, saw this article come across my news feed a few days ago talking about the Euphrates River is drying up. And um, it's been, like I said, it's been getting, you know, but now this drought that they've had, it, it is literally dry, right? So you have, again, it's this culmination. You've got this mountain being potentially thrown in the sea. Hadn't happened yet, right? But the earthquakes are happening and the volcanoes and that fault line. And basically the way it works is that fault line is running around like basically half of that volcano. Um, uh, I mean, which is why a volcano exists. Right. Uh, <laughs> it's from a fault line. <laughs> yes. In fact. Uh, They're usually you know, right on the fault line. You know, we have, uh, you know, what's generally referred to as the ring of fire mm -hmm. between the various tectonic plates. Hawaii is on that rim. And kind of goes around the Pacific Rim. The, right. the big volcano that exploded in uh, on the island of Java mm -hmm. way back in the day, Krakatoa, mm -hmm. uh, you know, is one of those. And, and there are several other major volcanoes. A lot of what's on the Pacific coast that people may not quite realize are volcanoes, but they are, like Mount Rainier in right. Washington that's outside seattle yep there's a uh, volcano a, in new mexico that people don't realize. yeah there yeah. are and of course the you know one of the biggest of all is at yellowstone national uh, yellowstone national park oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. the yellowstone because yellowstone, that's right you know you just think of it as a you know a, a it's a huge national, caldera it's a huge, right yeah it is a, a caldera of a volcano a huge. an ancient <laughs> volcano and you know they're it's you know, it, it it has erupted, I guess, on average every 600,000 years or right. so. And we're kind of in that area now where yeah. it's been about five, 600,000 years. But it's kind of hard. It's not like you can really pinpoint right. anything. But well, given that the fact would be that a... That's a lot. I mean, even if we were within, say, 20,000 years, there, that's well right. beyond recorded history right now. Right. <laughs> that time so, uh, you know, so that could that could blow at any time. And that would be, mm -hmm. uh, especially if it has an eruption like, like it has had in the past. Right. That would be, uh, for all intents and purposes, a planet killer. Sure, yeah. And, um, you know, for some people, it would be immediate. For others, it would be Nuclear long winter. and slow and... Uh, you know, yeah, it would basically, yeah, it would be winter time for about five to ten years. Mm -hmm. uh, Ash blocking out the sun, right, orbiting the earth. Right, and covering uh, covering everything. Right. right. So that every place where things grow all wouldn't of those, be able to. All of those indoor hydroponic uh, places would be everything, the last hope. <laughs> you know, and you would need to be, you know, some distance away. Right. And so, I mean, that, that would be, but you know there have been there are other places where i mean you know if uh you know mount st helens blew and uh mount rainier could certainly uh blow mount hood in oregon that's not mm. far from the portland area well and, it's it's an interesting thing you know um i'm i absolutely believe that what's happening and what's unfolding in our world today is is going according to to the plan that's already laid out in revelation and again i like to point point to the things that can't be caused by a man right i mean the i mean there's an argument i guess on the whole climate thing but the river euphrates the volcanic eruption and potential casting this mountain into a sea and all these things like that um and there's a lot more like these are just ones i've cherry picked off of the top of my head if you start digging and looking at them and you just start looking for news articles that kind of connect the dots um between 
now in 2020, the time frame that we've covered there, there's a lot of things. I mean, even things like even before 2020, there's a, talks about a Mideast peace treaty. And, you know, we know that Trump it's not highly publicized, but Trump was a part of signing a massive peace treaty. Right. And, um, but there, you know, you know, I mean, there's also there's been, been lots uh, of others. Of, I know. So, uh, you know, right. we were talking about Jimmy Carter earlier. He exactly. had, a, he had a big, uh, However, peace treaty, and since those this, people have, this particular hated one, other, right. This particular one was historic in a lot of ways it, it it did things that none of the other ones ever did so uh, there would be an argument made for i and, mean things you know, like when direct you, travel for example and when you talk about the, you know the world against israel you know right now the going world on is. right now a lot of the uh democrats in congress right. you know they've taken and and the left wing of the democrat uh, party in the house refused to support uh, the bill that would have sent a billion dollars to israel to replenish the uh, Iron, Iron Dome, Dome, which is totally defensive right. in nature, cannot be offensive. It right, it uh, have it's that a, capability. It, right, it is a defensive system for when Hamas launches a rocket a attack anywhere, then those defensive missiles fire and take out the rockets that are inbound. Mm -hmm. That's why they call it the Iron Dome, and it is tremendously effective. But it was used last spring when Hamas fired thousands of, of rockets toward Israel. Most all of them were shot down, and, uh, you know, had it not been for that, there's no telling how many mm -hmm. hundreds or thousands of, of people in Israel would have been killed. Right. The uh, left wing of the Democrat party has voted that down in the house now they believe that uh you know when the the whole defense uh, authorization bill is passed that that'll be back in there but still it kind of sends a message right. and there are uh yet the united states traditionally is israel's biggest ally in the world mm -hmm. and you know they don't uh, when the biggest ally kind of at least appears to turn its back on uh, on Israel, you kind of have to wonder what's going on there, and you wonder what other nations may follow right. suit. Well, and even so, even uh, Western nations in general, most Western nations would be fundamentally allies to Israel. However, you look at uh, like uh, what France just did due to the uh, the submarine deal with uh, the UK, the US, and Australia. France recalls all of its ambassadors uh, from those nations. Uh, from those embassies and cancels the the and this isn't that big of a deal but cancels the gala of celebrating right however many years of and that's true really you know really when you a take a look at that, it you know it's france mm -hmm. it's not that big a deal anyway it's freaking france it's for not out however loud, i understand people would have said the, the same thing about italy but in world war ii oh, italy's a bigger deal it's france i you think italy's a, a significantly bigger deal than france I think France is just, I mean, it's I know, France. I know. I mean, the, come on, This is Jeremy? the nation that bought us. They brought us French fries, Randy. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. That's an untrue statement. I do, do not believe they brought us French fries. You know, I don't know. You know, has France won a war since, I don't know, 1000 AD or whatever? Yes. They have? Yes. It's called the American Revolution. France didn't win that. Well, they helped. They we were, won it. They were on the winning side. <laughs> Boy, you are nitpicking. You're picking at nits. All I'm getting at is that you frogs. Now I'm not talking the about the French. French. Oh, I thought that's what you were talking I know. about. So I, I started laughing. I, I know. I just got it as I said it. I was getting ready to make the analogy about about water warming up in a boiling pot. Frogs don't jump out of slowly warmed water. They jump out of a boiling pot. However, they it's kind of a, a double entendre to use that. I term. guess. Yes. Anyway, all of these things, you know, here's the other thing. I tend to lean towards what Jesus said more than anything about the end times. And in Matthew, he talks about several things. But one of the things that I think is interesting, he says, one, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in those days. And if you look at the... And thinking about that, what happened in the days of Noah, mankind had gotten so repugnant that God decided to destroy mankind with a flood. And when you look at what they were doing, um, we're doing all of those things today. And there have been times, especially in the United States, um, which the United States and the Bible really don't have anything to do with each other, but just for frame of reference, 
where we were a much more conservative in value society. Even if your politics were liberal, you were still conservative in your values. And right, we, yeah. we do not have that at all. We, our value, we don't even have, I wouldn't say we even have a national values. We don't, we don't have that anymore. We don't have something you say is, well, these are American values. They don't exist anymore, not in terms of practice within the, the population. I think they're probably on paper somewhere and there are people who practice those old American values. Right, and I, I mean, you know, you're kind of painting with a big broad mm -hmm. brush there. Uh, because I, I, I think that at least, at least half the country feels differently. And, I agree. Uh, and I would like to think that it's more than half. Now, certainly 20% for sure, maybe 30, you know, they're so messed up that I, I, I don't know where their compass points. Right if anywhere uh but I, I i would i just have to believe that there's at least solidly half a little more than half of the country still has strong values that they believe in and still believe in what this country maybe i i don't disagree with you i, I would say this though I, I don't think of that half i don't think we even have half of that half willing to defend those values and I think there's well, a, a complacency that is well. I, well, yeah, you're. And I'm not talking right, about even going to war. I'm just simply talking about standing up and contradicting oh, okay. somebody. I was going to say, well, you know, half of that half's too old to do much of anything. Well, right, no, but and I mean, the, and there's another group that's too young to do anything. Right. There, so. there's there's a level of complacency that says, okay, you know, and it comes, you know, I probably fall in this category to some degree. Uh, as a libertarian, a person would say, well, you do what you want to do. I don't care. I'm going to just do what I want to do. They have those values, but they're not going to stand up for those values. Now, where I will stand up for those values is when there's opposite values being instilled. The concept of my government, in my mind, is that you don't get that. You don't really have values. You have a set of rules called the Constitution that you work within, and that's it. And it's, it's not really, it's amoral. I mean, in a lot of ways, it's just, here's what you can and can't do. Um, and so when I see legislation of a form of morality, and especially when that form of morality is obviously opposite of mine, but even when there's legislation, when that form of morality is what I share, I am against legislating it because that creates a precedence that says, hey, we can legislate morality. And I don't think that's, Legitimate. I don't think we should do that. Um, and when I mean morality, I just mean a probably better set with values versus morality because I think murder is something we can legislate that's wrong and it would be considered morality. Uh, it depends on <laughs> who you're killing. Uh, but yeah. the, you know. If they already have a name, I suppose. I Yeah, I, yeah, there you go. Uh, but, you know, things have definitely gone off the rails in a lot of uh, areas in, in this country. And, you know, one thing that, in the world, it, I yeah. Mean, gosh, it, look it, at look at Australia right now. God, yeah, yeah. Things are yes. It's <laughs> it's a scary situation in in some places, but you know, like here uh, in this country, when I was growing up, and I'm about twenty years older than what you are, the Constitution and the Bill of Rights and the flag of the United States of America were things that people had massive amounts of respect for, and they were the foundation of this country, and they were not something to be trifled with. And now, when you go to the website of the National Archives in Washington, D.C., mm -hmm. where they have the Bill of Rights and the Constitution, the actual documents yeah. there, and you can read them, you know, on their website, you know, and they have, um, you know, I guess photocopies of the original, and it says on there, but nowadays... Both the Constitution and the Bill of Rights come with 
disclaimers that say basically you know there are ideas here and words here that may be offensive to some people mm. these are the founding documents of the greatest country in the world or one time we were anyway there's some question about where we are on that right at the moment and there's no question you know as, as big of a issue that we have right now with immigration people are literally storming the walls to get into this country right there's nobody storming walls to get out well, they're not even country. storming the walls. I mean, they're coming back and forth for they're, takeout in the southern border. Yeah, they're yeah. well. I, I mean, you know, yeah, that was a figure. They're you know, they're not storming. You know, but, but, but yeah, but no, they're, well, they're waiting across the river. Oh, they're and they're yeah. they're risking their lives to come across the river, and before that, to come from you know wherever they were mm -hmm. before. You know, there's some of them are walking from walking from south america for crying out loud right not you know not mexico no south, south america of mexico. south of mexico <laughs> right uh just to get in here mm -hmm. you know there's nobody trying to get out right unless you're brian laundry maybe but uh well, there are some and, new people i mean there are some people trying to get out in a lot of ways actually sure uh, you know but the, you know there but that's a yeah totally different that's a totally different thing right uh, and so there are a lot of people who still consider this the greatest country in the world. Otherwise, why are you tr why are you trying so desperately to get in? Yeah. If this country was so terrible and so bad, why are thousands and thousands and thousands of people trying to get in every day? Well, I'm gonna tell you how you solve their it. lives to get. I will in. tell you how you solve the immigration problem or the illegal alien problem. It's incredibly simple. Well, yeah. Continue down the path continue down the path we're already going i promise people will not be clamoring to get into this nation well that's right now even there's there's several companies that help you set up second homes maybe not several companies yeah. in other countries and you know what one of their biggest countries are nicaragua can you imagine i mean process that for a minute yeah. where you know what would be a great place for a second home nicaragua who said that has anybody ever said that? Well, recently, yes. Because in many ways, those nations are freer than we are. Right. That's how much things have changed. Right. And that's so. Yeah, you are right. You know, there are people who have, of means who, you know, can go down. And you can live a lot cheaper. You can and, live a lot cheaper. And if you, you can, can work remotely. Very, yes. Oh my God. And you can live very well in some of those places. Most of these places can, are still in the Central Time Zone. Right. <laughs> You that's can do right. business just like right. normal. <laughs> that's correct. At least, uh, you know, for now they uh, right. for now they are. But still, I just find it amazing that a place like the National Archives, for no, crying out amazing. freaking loud, has to put a disclaimer on the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. Right. Uh, it's really boggles the mind. It's really a weird thing, but uh, you know, there's an old adage. It's very common. The squeaky wheel gets the grease. Yeah, and we live in a nation where that has never been more true i mean you can have some group that represents less than one percent of the population but if they're loud <laughs> yeah, enough all right that's right it'll change policy and that is this is the thing and and, and i'm gonna say this are the reason why trump was so significant the nation specifically under trump was so significantly different is whether you liked him or not the one thing that trump did provide that we haven't had another president provide since ronald reagan in my opinion is true vision he laid out this is what we're doing whether people liked it or not we are going to be america first and therefore every single action he took yeah was within the boundaries of the vision that said america first yeah you can either get on the train or you can you get can, the hell out of the way exactly we're coming this one is way what's going to happen and this so what's happening whether you liked it or not what and what happened is a nation flourished under that vision right. not just right. because it was a worthy vision but because it was a vision period because there was some direction. This is why even under the Obama years, there was a versus Biden, there was a vastly different Correct. 
approach yes. in terms of vision. Right. It was not the vision I wanted, but it was things happened and there was a unified approach to things. Under Biden, there is no vision. There no, is there's no unified because Biden uh, only wanted to become president. That was all. That's his vision. He wouldn't have a vision for a greater America. Uh, he just wanted to be. And I say he wanted to be president. That's giving him a lot more credit than right, he probably Right. I was, was going to say. I don't know what the heck he wanted. I mean, he. I, you know, there are times. You know, he thought he was running for U.S. Senate. He exactly. thought he was running for re-election. And but so I don't then, know what he really thought. And, and today, I don't think he's. First off, I don't think there's a. There's definitely not a projected unified vision. There's not like anything's been laid out there. Well, everything changes. So, it's what I'm saying. You know, and yeah. they they don't. There's seem no boundaries. To, and, you know? right there's no boundaries and there's very little truth telling oh yeah you know it's lie after lie after lie after lie and the only reason uh that i you know it still amazes me that I, i'll guarantee you if joe biden had been a republican he would have already been impeached and out of office and probably out of yeah, office he'd, he'd have been the first president what, removed from office from impeachment from with with what has gone on yeah and uh but you know instead of i mean you know he wasn't even impeached by the house much less convicted by the senate right. there weren't even i mean you know there were a couple of articles filed you know but that wasn't going to go anywhere under you know the democrats and you know everything that they say you know isn't true right and you know even now never some, get facts let no, the facts get in the way no right? no no <laughs> and it 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 is amazing how things change you know it we used to have when trump was president and covid was getting going he had news conferences every day yeah every day where he was out there Mm -hmm. and he would bring in his vice president and he would bring in the medical experts and they would and Right, but nonetheless, right. <laughs> whoever they, I don't care if they were the Marx brothers, they were up there in front of the media taking yeah. questions, right, talking about here's what, which here's, at the very least brings accountability, right, right, and you know the and again say what you will about Donald Trump, but he would stand up there and take barrage after barrage after barrage, and a lot of times give back yeah. as good as he was taking, right and back and forth and back and forth for an hour every day yeah joe biden well, joe is biden an absolute hasn't, coward he hasn't taken an hour's worth of yeah. questions since no. election day no he's an absolute coward and, and absolute. He, he cannot and and by definition he runs every and we haven't yeah. seen you know we haven't seen kamala harris do that either no you know if if uh, and by and large they've been getting a pass from everybody on this except for fox news but we're starting to see more and more now of you know other members of the national media the new york times the washington post cbs abc nbc even msnbc starting to kind of go you know this really isn't yeah what we were kind of thinking it would be especially since biden had this big thing about transparency and you'll know what we're doing and all like this and, you know, they didn't like the images from the Fox drone over that bridge in Del right. Rio. So they had the FAA put flight restrictions on it. Right. Really? It's flight ridiculous. restrictions on a drone that's yeah. flying 20 feet off the ground? For the record, Are you they've lifted me? said restrictions. But well, they shouldn't have ever put it out. They shouldn't have ever put it out there. I know. BS. I know. It's ridiculous. And, 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 but it, that's yeah. that. That goes it flies in the face of what he said you know he also talked about being the unity president we're going to unify everybody what has he done since he's come into office done nothing but divide people mm-hmm. and i you know i didn't really mean to go off on this but you know there was that day you had a rant i know so that's good i thought i hey i just I you know i read a, so i read much. a report the other day about how ranting is actually good for your body and you oh kind of like what butter is butter if you have butter and <laughs> syrup and pancakes and rant you'll live to be 136 you know at this rate i don't know that i want to be 136 exactly years old. Uh, you probably don't and like let me tell you the cabal definitely does not want you yeah to no they don't want me yeah they don't want me around they really want you to go now but you know Stick it to him, Randy. Uh, well, I, you know, I could have, I might have already been dead had I had it not been for my second COVID nineteen shot. Yeah, my second vaccine. 
uh, because I had a stronger reaction than I did to the first, and it might very well have saved my life. Because the first shot, as I said here on on this show, I only wait, wait, wait. Yeah, well, one second. Hyperbole alert! Hyperbole alert! This is not Go hyperbole. Ahead. I'm telling it you, it is what, absolute yeah. hyperbole. <laughs> that after the first shot, I only had some slight arm soreness yeah. the next day at the injection site. No other symptoms. No other side effects. Got the second shot again on Friday when I got the shot. Felt fine. Nothing. Saturday morning, I woke up. Arm was a little bit sore again just a little bit almost exactly like the first shot mm -hmm. so i thought all right i'm gonna be this is what it's gonna be i'm gonna be good it's not gonna anything else is not gonna happen by mid-afternoon i was feeling kind of feverish low-grade fever but still 99 100 something like that and i got really really tired really fatigued and the osu football game against uh, boise state was that night didn't kick off till eight o'clock about all I remember is up to about the middle of the second quarter. Or well, something. much like you, I believe your defense got really fatigued. There you go. <laughs> uh, although the defense won the game in the second half, as I later found out. <laughs> but I ended up falling asleep, passing out, because I was just so tired. I woke up, so I went to sleep, I don't know, 9 o'clock-ish. 8:45, something yeah. like that because it's about middle of the second quarter i wake up at 12 31 o'clock kind of uh, had a little bit of a sweat going which is an indicator that your fever's broken right and i felt my forehead felt cool i was refreshed i wasn't tired anymore looked at my cell phone had about 15 messages on there <laughs> for people reacting to things didn't none of it included a score it was just oh my god or oh wow or oh that's great or oh that's terrible you know and i'm like yeah. oh my gosh and i looked and i found out we had won 21 20 mm -hmm. osu had won 21 20 and all kinds of weird things that happened so i'm thinking you know had i stayed awake my blood pressure probably would have been off the charts. I might right. have just stroked out right there. It would just have been done. Yeah. But since I was sound Hence asleep. Hence the hyperly, hyperbole. I, well, you know, I don't know. Uh, and <laughs> I, uh, but since oh, I had man. fallen asleep, I didn't know any of that stuff had happened. And I, I slept really well. That's good. So probably my heart rate was way down. Blood pressure was down. And then when I found out, you know, I saw we had won. And so even though it was, all kinds of weird things that happen. Hey, bottom line, win's a win, baby. Right. And so there you go. A win is a win. Yes. And so, but since then, no other problems That's with good. the um, with the second dose of the Pfizer vaccine. Now, I mean, that doesn't certainly guarantee anything. Two years from now, I I may not be on this show anymore. You never know. Well, I mean, look, you are this show, Randy. <laughs> Let's be honest. Without you, this would just be me. And if it's just me, you probably wouldn't be messing with it. I wouldn't be it, messing with it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, I do this really, show. Really, the only way, the only reason you're here is because we've been friends for a long time. Right. And, you know, you feel like, hey, this is about the only joy Randy has in his life anymore. You know, and ironically, just, you know, here's what I think to myself. Here's what, here's what really is real. I thought, especially as a beautiful day as it is today. Oh, dude, my, man, it, it is a gorgeous I, day. I started to tell you when you walked in, is there any reason we have to record or do you just, do you just want to go outside and You know, it's the funny day? you should say that because I, I almost kind of said the same thing i except i was going to do the show but i was like hey can we do a remote thing from out on the back patio we actually could have we should have done that uh so that but that's you know funny. that's kind of the way it is with us i mean we kind of have similar thoughts at <laughs> times right. exactly and uh no yeah that, that's why that's, it's fun when we disagree because we do share we, a lot of that's right we don't dis we don't disagree very often yeah. you know we uh but you know once in a while and i i, I think I, I like getting into those conversations I, I think i go further than you're willing to go in almost every aspect i think Maybe. I, I think i just i'm i'm more extreme so even if you kind of agree by the time i've said what i said you're like i mean i can't really agree with you that's crazy what you just said and that's when i get the well, alex jones nomaker sometimes crazy happens well that's precisely my point 
Yeah. That's precisely my yeah. I mean, I'd like you know. to just point out that, you know, hey, we've seen some of these things before and all, yeah. all like that, and it doesn't necessarily mean, but, I mean, we're not there yet. It might, I mean, you know, that, yeah. that volcano in the Canary Islands could blow it's, its top and sink that whole island well right well here's it's kind of like when somebody talks about relationships i think this is kind of funny a person who's never been married they talk about their relationships and they said and i quote i've just never had a relationship really work out <laughs> and i want to go yeah of course <laughs> that seems obvious you're not married <laughs> you're not in a long-term relationship yeah, of course no relationship. And and then when you have a relationship finally work out, you're not talking about dating anymore. You're not talking about the, the single scene because your relationship worked out. You're now talking about married life. It's like, told, it's like, wait a minute. I don't understand what you're getting at. <laughs> of course. Of course that's happened. I mean, and it's like saying, I haven't really ever died from this. Really? <laughs> wow. Well, then I guess it's perfectly safe. I thought I was going to one time, but I never did. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, you know, so I think it's just kind of funny. Of course, the end of the world hasn't happened yet. Anyone who's predicted the end of the world to this point has been wrong. Right. And there have been several who have, there have been predicted several. it for various reasons, whether they be biblical or, you know, in 2000, astronomical, right. you know, it was like, well, you know, this meteor is on track to smack us. Or, you know, in 2000, it was the uh, Y2K thing. Right. 2012 was... 2012. I, I will say this. Was that, was, was that a... That was Mayans. The Mayan Cal... I, mean, and I you know what's so Mayans funny? Or if it was uh, Nostradamus prediction or... Kind of both, really. But the Mayan thing, I probably bought into that one more than anything else so far. There were some really interesting aspects there to There really that. were. They and then really they were. did a movie on it too. So I mean, you know, Hollywood was on right. board. Loved so. the movie. Well, I, here, know. here's what I thought was interesting about the the, the 2012 concept. It's just when when you've got a, a a society like the Mayans, right? And there's a lot about the Mayans that I found super interesting. One of them was um, they they did have a singular god that they recognized as God, and that god was described as a white haired fair-skinned white-bearded person the reason why i find Santa that Claus. basically and the reason why i found that so interesting is besides they he didn't have a red suit though which is weird uh -huh. um no but what was so interesting to me about that is that they did not would never have seen that like to imagine right. something you've never seen is interesting right 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 so i thought that was just interesting it's also interesting that there was a, a level of monotheism attached to that which is also very rare for that region um and, and then when you look at the fact that they built pyramids the same way the Egyptians did, right. and that the, those pyramids dimensionally are the same in a lot of ways, um, you, you know, those are just, those are all really specific and weird, interesting things. But the, my, my favorite part about it is when you look at that whole thing and then you realize they had a calendar, their long count calendar was incredibly, like multiple thousands of years. They were the most accurate timekeepers of any culture according to scientists today. Yeah. And for them to just end their calendar, <laughs> that's just a weird concept. Right, it's like oh, and then here is the end of the calendar. That was it. It's not like they said all these things were going to happen. They just stopped counting. Well, maybe it was as simple as, geez, <laughs> I know. are we going to do this again? I know that's what we're going to. You want to go? Hey, big guy, are we doing another year on this? Is we're all ready <laughs> to you know? And maybe it was like, ah, okay. I like to imagine it like Forrest Gump running. You know, if you, when he's running, he just runs, and then one day he just stops and goes, "Well, I guess I'm done now." <laughs> there you go. I think it's what it was. They're just counting. I, and I counting. mean, really, you know, at some point they had to think, "This what is good the hell enough." Are we? Yeah, this yeah. is good enough. I mean, why are we doing <laughs> right? It's yeah. Somebody it's said like, it's not like we're going to be alive, and what, I mean, yeah. what are we doing here? I feel like it was maybe they just said, "Hey, uh, dinner's ready," and then he's like, "Okay, well, I'm done counting. Right. Then that's fine." But right. I mean, I you know, it's it's so that, but it was weird. It was just weird that I, it was because yeah, you would have thought there had been some formulaic aspect to it where it didn't end, and it didn't end. I mean, I guess the translations were either the end or the beginning, which is. I, the yeah, same, right? right the right. end of one thing. Is the beginning of another. It's a, right. just a different thing. But what's even more curious to me and why I was so bought in is the Hopi Indians here in, in uh, North America. The Hopi Indians, uh, their timeline matched with the uh, the Mayans in terms of their new age and 
things resetting and all this other stuff. So. Well, let me, since we're going down this yeah. path here, let yeah. me throw this out at you. Let's say, and you brought up the similarities between the Egyptian pyramids, the Mayan pyramids, the calendars between the Hopis and the Mayans, mm -hmm. and this thing about, you know, the Mayans with their vision of God mm -hmm. or what they interpreted that as a white man with white hair and white beard that yeah. they would have never seen anyone like that. Right. Presumably. Right. At, at that time. <laughs> Less well, the Vikings. Right. Made it. Right. Right. Which I mean, you know, the, Possible. Hey, the Vikings are the Vikings, dude. And, That's right. Dude. But anyway, unless it was that, <clears throat> you know, there are theories out there that the reason for some of this is that this was a that an alien ancient civilization came to earth yeah visiting the what you know the egyptians all the like Anunnaki. this the yeah and so what if this calendar that the mayans ended up doing was actually not necessarily theirs mm. it it was the calendar was the calendar yes of the Galactic. the the or the the calendar of the civilization that came to right. visit them and maybe that calendar portended the end of that civilization and then yeah. the beginning of maybe it didn't really well, have anything specifically right. to do with the mayans it's it possible was the but, here, but the mayans disappeared far beyond the end of that calendar obviously they're not around today so the 2012 date didn't work but but even beyond that what's weird is the mayan disappearance the mayans just stopped existing i mean not not the bloodline right right but, right but the culture just disappeared literally in 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 archaeological terms basically overnight the decline the, there wasn't a visible decline in the record you couldn't go oh things started to decline here it's like here 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 gone which is that's pretty perplexing well maybe they they went in the spaceship yes. that's absolutely what they did yes well i mean a lot of them no yeah yes yeah that's just well, like we're on the same well, way look okay that's atlantis just exactly what atlantis i don't uh, think yeah. most people know the origin of the story of atlantis i don't think most people know they they've heard of atlantis but they don't know where it started do you know where it started no socrates okay I believe it's Socrates. One of those philosophers, either Socrates or Plato or Aristotle, one of those. But they're all students of each, you know, I don't remember who's first, but I believe Socrates was first. He tells the story of the, of the, of the city of Atlantis and its, and its destruction. He doesn't tell it like it's a parable or anything like that. He tells right. it as it's a historical fact. Right, right, right. And th then that was a city that sank into the sea. Yes. And, and have purported really high technology right. that far outweighed right. the greek uh technology right so right. i you know you look at stuff like that and then you if you if you go look right now you can go look on google earth and look zoom in on some of the ocean views mm -hmm. and there are there are tons of straight lines in the ocean floor that go on for miles and are miles wide i mean like four or five miles wide and they are long straight lines that all lead to points and so they either originate from a single point and then go off in different ways or come to a point which really just if you were to look at it objectively you go oh maybe there was a city there but you know not necessarily but i'm just saying it's weird why are there straight lines on the ocean floor and a lot of people will say well it's from no boats dragging nets or whatever how do you get hundreds of miles of length and four miles, five miles of width consistently for for that amount of yeah, I'm not buying know. that uh, explanation. I don't, I, I don't either. I mean, it. You know, some things we just can't readily explain, right? And who knows? Who knows what it is? Who knows what exactly caused that? I mean, it could be totally something just a little weird but completely natural yeah, as to what happens be. because of the pressure of the of the uh, ocean and some weakness in the uh in the bottom of the, of the ocean there maybe it just turned out that way i yeah. you know i don't know i mean strange things happen or it could have been 
formed specifically mm-hmm. by another civilization or well, my favorite line in prometheus is god doesn't build in straight lines and you know they the, the identifier to look for life and intelligence around the galaxy the universe is to look for straight lines right because no, right it right. just doesn't happen uh, which it's, is it's you know, more of a human thing to, right to build in straight lines ironically As, it's incredibly efficient <laughs> It is, yes, it is. Although there are some places and some cities that were not built that way. And, you know, Washington, D.C. is a lot like that. Yeah, Washington, D.C. is built off of the Masonic design of... And, uh, yeah. and, and then there's some other cities. Boston is, you know, all... It's not yeah. really very straight, but... Dude, I lived in Pennsylvania, and, in western Pennsylvania for a while. Like, you know, coming from Oklahoma City, everything's laid out in a grid by the mile. Right, right. I mean, come on, dude. It's so easy. Right and you, you go, go to, to other places it's real easy to get lost yeah they're, they're they're sitting there they're going it's just around the block no you don't understand just around the block may be a six mile journey <laughs> because there is not a, a right. shot to that you right know? right yeah, it's crazy. and so yeah and there there are other places like you know where my cousins live in utah you know it's all oh, yeah. it's all messed up also uh, so I guess they just build around the the mountains and stuff. Yeah, Maybe they that's yeah they kind of they kind of do that. All right, we are out of time uh, for this edition of Scatter Shooting. Hopefully, unless something cataclysmic happens, uh, we will be here again next Wednesday, and hopefully that day will be as gorgeous a day, man, right? As what this is. I'm Randy Renner. And I'm Jeremy Griffin. That's it for us. We'll be back next week for another edition of Scatter Shooting. Bye-bye.